Hello, retro gamers, and welcome to the Video Game Flashback Podcast. I am your host, Paladino Joey, or Joey Awijan. Video Game Flashback is available on all your favorite podcasting apps. Now getting on board Amazon Music and Audible, so very happy to have those added on the list. Other than that, I thank you once and always for downloading and listening to this show. It is awesome to be back on board with you once again today as we are going to turn back the clock once again to my childhood and to going to Bigelow Video in St. Louis Park where we will talk about a game that we first rented there called Jaws for the NES. Ah, Jaws. Yes, one of the classic little gems we used to pick up and rent from Bigelow Video. My brother kind of liked it. I liked it a little bit more. And many years later, I was able to get it from Funko Land. Well, not too many years later, but a few years later. First played this one in the uh, spring and summer of 1989. And then kind of fell in love with it. And as we got further into the 90s and I started making a little bit of money, was able to pick it up for cheap at Funko Land in the early to mid-90s. Jaws, again, for the Nintendo Entertainment System. Came out in North America in 1987 from LJN Toys, LTD. So, yeah, it is what it is. Uh, is it Loser Junk Land, or I don't know what the heck you'd call it. But uh, LJN, um, they released a couple of decent games. This one I thought was okay. The Angry Video Game Nerd made fun of it. Chris Boris, the irate gamer, made fun of it. But who knows? Maybe they secretly like the game a little bit. But there's a lot of frustrating and annoying and uh, annoying aspects to it and other bits and pieces of it that don't make a whole lot of sense, like conch shells are currency this and that <laughs> so it's kind of weird crabs making you move faster shooting harpoons at like <laughs> what you'd think were innocent <laughs> innocent sea creatures like manta rays and jellyfish this and that and, and other sharks might seem a little strange but well it is what it is i thought harpooning was illegal right so <laughs> at the end of the day the game again like i said came out of north america in 1987 programmers Michishito Ishizuka, Ustuka, pardon me, was a programmer. Artist was uh, Ryuchi Nishizawa, <laughs> and the composer Shinchi Sakamoto. Shinchi Sakamoto. Uh, obviously, I like the music in the game, especially the underwater music, which you'll hear very shortly. So far, you've heard the introduction as we started things out. As that's of course based on Steel Spears. Uh, John Williams' famous score to Steven Spielberg's 1975 film Jaws. We're not going to really talk about the movies all too much. There were a number of movies, and they kept coming out for a while. Back to the Future made fun of it, like, oh, Jaws number 19, and the shark still looks fake. It was kind of funny. Um, Back to the Future 2, which was, you know, part of the movie, was set in 2015, of course, when Marty McFly and Dr. Brown went to 2015 because uh, I guess Marty had issues with uh, his, his kids were acting up in school and causing a ruckus, possibly going to jail, at least his son was, um, the influence of a bully named Griff. Anyhow, why am I getting off into that? But uh, maybe we'll talk about Back to the Future someday, I'm sure. Uh, again, this was another one we'd pick up at Bigelow Video out of St. Louis Park and eventually again picked it up many years later from Funko Land, which no longer exists either. <laughs> Jaws, of course, again, was uh, never actually, the fish was never actually called Jaws. The great shark was never actually called Jaws in the movies. But in the game, he is Jaws, and he's the villain, and all of that. 
and you battle with him at the end of the game, which is pretty cool, and kind of off and on throughout the game as well, where you're basically trying to weaken him until you get to the final stage to actually take him on. So now let's fire this thing up and talk about the object of the game itself. First off, you start off in what looks like a sailboat, or pretty much what it is. It looks like it might be Florida or something, and then maybe you're going into the Caribbean as you go towards the left, which is kind of the other beach, basically, the other uh, base where you can eventually power up your harpoon. But what happens along the way is you end up hitting something. They just say something. I guess it's one of the uh, one of the possible fish, the manta rays or the jellyfish. But you hit something, and then you go underwater and hear this. Easily my favorite song in the game. It's It just reminds me of being outside by the lake or by the well, ocean if I ever got to be by it. But uh, out, out by the lake on the beach and in the lake and all that. Feels like summertime. It's really cool. So I'll always have a special place in my heart for this song. I often actually play it on the iPod or iPhone or whatever the heck it would be. Uh, Android phone. One way or another. I'll play it sometimes when I'm hanging out by the beach, Cedar Lake or, or any other like Medicine Lake or something on a nice summer day, whether it's hot and humid or all uh, not all too hot. But then you run into these bad guys. You run into manta rays, which tend to kind of go left to right, right to left, right to left to right, right to left. And they kind of eventually keep going up, up, up from the lower part. They kind of start on wherever the screen is, say if you're the upper part of the screen, the middle screen, and the lower part of the screen. And it also depends on where you get hit. If you get hit close to the shore, you end up getting a kind of a scrunched in, like less amount of water. The sand looks more golden colored because it's, I guess there's more sunlight, you could say. And then generally, though, you get the deeper one where the sand looks more of kind of an orangish brownish color. Um... Which I guess is more typical, especially <laughs> in the deep water situation. It'd be really dark. You wouldn't really be able to see it, but it's a video game. You don't want it to be too dark and too realistic. <laughs> so that's one, one, one way to look at it. And it gives you more space to avoid enemies like manta rays, sharks, and Jaws himself. And that's kind of what happens. But you shoot with a harpoon. It might look crazy. It might look weird. Why are we shooting manta rays? Why are we shooting jellyfish? But... I guess we are. We're shooting manta rays. We're shooting jellyfish. And that's kind of how we're going to handle it. Uh, you just get a couple points for that, but it doesn't really matter. Uh, oftentimes when you shoot a manta ray or a jellyfish, the jellyfish actually come up from the ground and swim up to the top of the surface and then they disappear unless you shoot them along the way up. They can be very dangerous because if you're hanging out near the bottom, near the bottom of the screen, so to speak, they can come up out of nowhere and kill you. Uh, oftentimes called like they're coming up from hell and they want to make a mark, right? They want to wipe out somebody. And unfortunately, you have one hit point, basically. You get hit once when you're in diver form because obviously when you get hit, you fall out of the ship into the, into the water and you harpoon 
basically <laughs> manta rays and jellyfish, and sometimes they call them baby sharks, which every time you shoot a baby shark, it will drop a conch shell. Uh, every time you shoot a jellyfish, well, anytime you shoot a jellyfish or manta ray, it'll either disappear and nothing happens, or they will draw, uh, they will drop a star, which can give you points, which is great. I mean, it's not always all that exciting. Another key is uh, you can only have three harpoons on the screen at a time, but if you get close up to Jaws and fire away with a turbo controller, you're going to really hit him hard and fast. But you can also pull it off without a turbo controller. It's definitely doable, particularly once you gain enough levels. Again, jellyfish ascend vertically, uh, and once they move to the surface, they, they're gone. Uh, later on, though, Later on, they do kind of move towards you in kind of a back-and-forth motion, kind of a, a little bit of an east-west motion as they're going up as well, which can be a real pain in the butt, uh, where stingrays swim horizontally, and occasionally they can swim insanely fast, occasionally, but that's kind of random, this and that. Uh, they only take a couple shots to kill. Jellyfish takes one shot. Uh, manta rays take three. Small sharks take a number of shots, about seven shots, to knock out and then they always drop a conch shell which is apparently currency in this game again stars give you money anywhere from well not money they give you points not money anywhere from 500 to 5,000 I've personally never seen 5,000 it must be uh, insanely rare I've seen five to two thousand but points are generally unimportant uh, it can lead to one-ups though on occasion so that's the one way to look at it you can get an extra guy but the hope is you can beat the game without getting killed once I've done it many times. It's not easy or anything, but as you get used to the game, it's very doable. It's not that unlikely. Um, getting <laughs> getting hit once, like I said, will kill you, unless you're fortunate enough to have the mini-sub, which occasionally will show up in the lefter part of the screen. And then it's kind of like you have two hit points. You have the mini-sub, which moves around very quickly. It causes the same amount of damage when you shoot out little, I guess they're called missiles, or cannonballs. In some cases, they call them bombs, but they're cannonballs also, which can come from the ship. When you first get hit by Jaws, you're still on the ship, and you can shoot away with the cannonballs until Jaws hits the ship. Then it's you versus Jaws as the diver, which is a scary thought, but <laughs> in the game, it's not as hard as it may seem. Just take your time and be patient, Don't <laughs> and pray to God you're not in a shallow area. <laughs> That's when you can run into a big problem. So what's the whole point of conch shells? We'll talk about that right now. So finally, the point of the conch shells. Again, like I said, they are currencies. And at the end of the day, you're basically going from harbor to harbor to harbor to harbor, back and forth. The left harbor looks to be about looks to be Florida. The right harbor, I'm not completely sure if it's somewhere in the Caribbean or some other made-up world, but it's a video game, so it is what it is. Once you build up five conch shells, like say you get hit, and maybe you're the good chance is you're gonna build up five conch shells in your first confrontation, but odds are you're gonna get confronted again along the way so once you go from that florida harbor to the to the right of the screen you kind of keep going in the ocean there until the somewhere in the caribbean or god knows where imaginary place or <laughs> god knows whatever it is you get about five conch shells and then you're able to get what is called the receiver what the heck is that well it tracks where jaws location is or it's not even that it tracks how close jaws is to you so when he's far away it's just kind of a that's basically all you hear off and on from that and as he gets closer and closer it gets more and more rapid and picks up pace and then next thing you know you can see the big giant fin and you know it's jaws so there you go uh, after that though 
You just raise three more conch shells along the way because you get the five conch shells taken away to get the receiver. And then you only need three more shells as you, as you get the ship eventually, one way or another, how many times you get confronted. It's like an RPG in that sense, where it's random hits, and then you get into a battle scene. So it's kind of like an RPG in that sense. That's the only real RPG aspect to this game. Otherwise, it's a side-scroller for the most part. It's not even that, though. It's kind of like almost arcade-style, where it's like one screen once you're in a battle scene. But then again... Battle scenes are battle scenes are usually one scene as well, but just swimming kind of back and forth, up and down, like playing Atari or pa Pac-Man or whatever the heck it would be. But three conch shells get you to level two, so now your harpoon is twice as strong against Jaws. I guess everybody else, it's the same effect. It takes one hit for the jellyfish, of course, seven hits for the sharks, and <laughs> and uh, three shots for the manta rays. So that's how that works. Um, and then you get to you basically go back to Florida, which is what it looks like. Now you're level two. Then you try to get back with five con shells to level three, you know, which is, again, back to the other harbor on the right side. That gets you to level three, which oftentimes could be enough. It's nice if you can get to level four with seven more conch shells. Another way to raise conch shells would be the bonus scenes. In the bonus scenes, it's basically like kind of, again, arcade style in a sense, like maybe like Galaga or something like that, where you're shooting against all the little ships or bad guys that are flying around in the sky. You kind of shoot them as they go on their little patterns. And if you're able to get them all, you get bonus points and, and all that in Galaga. But in, in this game, of course, you raise conch shells, the amount of jellyfish you shoot. There's 30 jellyfish, and they swim in different patterns as you get further and further in the game. After a few confrontations, there's another battle scene, usually like the 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 battle, uh, the another bonus scene. The, the battle scene will end with a shark, basically. The small shark, you kill the small shark, get the conch shell, and then suddenly a bonus scene starts out of nowhere. It's after about three confrontations or so. It's kind of random after that. But after you get to the yeah, you get to the bonus scene and they swim in a certain pattern in the first one, they swim in a different pattern in the next one and the next one. It's all kind of similar. They get harder and harder to hit and faster and faster. But if you're able to get all of them, you will get 10 conch shells, so that's actually really worth it. You can gain multiple levels of that, and depending on how far you are into the game, I don't know about level 9, I've never seen that happen, but it's kind of cool. So one, if you only get 1 through 5 of the jellyfish, again, you're in an airplane actually sh uh, dropping cannonballs on, dropping what look like cannonballs on jellyfish, which is really kind of funny. You'd only get 1 conch shell, I've never seen that happen. 6 to 8, you only get 2. 9 to 11, you only get 3. 12 to 14, which has happened a few times, you get only four 15 to 17 you get five 18 to 20 you get six 21 to 23 you get seven 24 to 26 you get eight 27 to 29 you get nine and 30 you get all 30 you get a you get a bonus amount of points and 10 con shells i've done it a couple times it's not easy to do sometimes it's luck sometimes you just have that knack because your plane just kind of flies side by side side by side side by side you have to time everything perfectly and it's not always uh easily done 
occasionally though you just kind of get in a rhythm and fire away but oftentimes you're going to miss one or two or three or four and you wind up with probably seven seven or nine conch shells which is again worth it in a sense occasionally once you get far enough into the game you're like okay i don't care about these stupid bonus scenes i just want to go after jaws now you just get bored with it at that sense that's where the game can get repetitious and boring and all that and you keep running into something whatever something is uh, when you're just trying to get one more stinking level, now you're stuck dealing with something and, oh, great, Jaws was close by, and then he'll swim into the screen. Otherwise, you get hit by Jaws. As you can hear the receiver freaking out, and then you see his fin come up and hit you. So that can be a pain in the butt, but it is what it is. Depending on what level you are, which I would say anywhere from 3 to 4, I think you're fine. If you get to level 5, you're probably going to kick Jaws' ass. Um, you only need, uh, yeah, you need 10 con shells to get level 5, again, as you're going from harbor to harbor to harbor to harbor, right to left, left to right, left to right, right to left, left to right, over and over again. Uh, you can go all the way up to level 9, believe it or not, which I've never done. The furthest I've gotten is either 6 or 7. I think I got to 7 once, and I've gotten to 6 like 3 or 4 times. But if you get killed, you have 3 guys to open up the game. If you get killed, basically everything goes down by half, and the first time you get to a harbor, you have to get the receiver again. So it's just a huge waste of time. Imagine you get to level 4, you get killed, now you're level 2 without the receiver. So it's a huge buzz kill if that ends up happening. But that's how it goes. If you lose all three lives, of course, the game is over. Unless you get some type of, uh, uh, unless you get a one-up because you get to enough amount of points to get there. So that always feels nice when you can get that far. But <laughs> that doesn't happen very often. It's just like really random, actually. When <laughs> You'd have to be playing the game forever to even get to that point. I've had an extra guy happen maybe like two or three times in my life. Because um, you can beat this game very quickly. Maybe 10 15 minutes, you can beat the game as long as, uh, again, you're, you know, you're fortunate. You don't get the jitters or something and bump into something. And, of course, don't get too aggressive chasing those jellyfish close to the bottom. The unfortunate thing is, yeah, it's easily, uh, you're very prone to get hit when you're chasing those uh, conch shells as they sink to the bottom after you shoot a shark or, or a, a manta ray or another jellyfish. Just be darn careful as you're going downward, avoiding those jellyfish. Um, the patterns definitely change as you get further and further into the game. Sometimes you'll get scenes where it's three sharks, and then it's three sharks, and, you know, it's really weird, uh, but it's kind of cool in a sense as well. You feel like you're really far in the game. But at the end of the day, the whole goal of this game is collecting conch shells, powering up, and then when you do confront Jaws, you, <laughs> you, you shoot him away, shoot away at him. Depending on your level, his power will reduce quicker, because you notice how it says Jaws' level or Jaws' power basically you just fire away till that gets down to a minimum all of a sudden all the bars will flash and where are you now the final scene in the game already yep Final scene. Mono e mono. You're in the ship, and Jaws is coming after you. Kind of like in the movie for the final character. Unfortunately, there's no exploding thing that you put inside the shark and make him blow up. That'd be kind of cool. 
but you have three strobe lights you can use that make Jaws fly up out of the ground. Of course, again, he's kind of coming at you. You're the ship. You have the pointed uh, stake in the front of the ship, which often sailboats have, but kind of like in The Little Mermaid, <laughs> that pointed part of the ship is actually used to kill Jaws. Just like uh, Prince Eric and The Little Mermaid stabbed Ursula. What a violent movie. Gosh, he stabbed Ursula with the point of the ship in The Little Mermaid. So, ooh, the only real violent part of the movie, other than Ursula being an evil creep, basically, <laughs> and turning into whatever she was, a big giant octopus. That's what she was, basically, anyway. Um, unfortunately, no octopus in this game. That'd be kind of cool if there was. There's jelly, but yeah, that's obviously jellyfish. Yay. Um, but what happens here, as Jaws comes towards you, you want him to get, gosh, um, it's hard to even explain, but you want to get him to get to the right point, maybe like a few lengths away from your ship, and then you fire the strobe light, and then you press, you fire the strobe light with the A button, and press the B button to make the ship jerk forward, which would stab Jaws in the chest as he jumps upward, or the side, or the back, whatever it is. Let's just, just be a backstabber, stab him in the back, you know, ha, hell with it. Who, who cares? <laughs> but the whole goal is, though, you have to be lined up with Jaws. So you're going sideways as Jaws is kind of going diagonal. You're going sideways, sideways, whether it be east-west, west-east, whatever you'd call it on the screen. Your left or my left, right, my right or your right. Well, it's the TV screen, so it's left or right as Jaws is swimming diagonally. You shoot the strobe light at a faraway distance. There's nothing you can do. You just wasted a strobe light, but you have two more. You can actually also purchase more strobe lights, if you can believe it, if you go past level 9 to what level 10 would be. So there's no level 10 with the whole conch shell situation, but that's kind of silly. That's with 10 conch shells. It's kind of like going over levels. You get extra strobe lights, so you'll be able to continue doing this final scene. If you use up all your strobe lights and are unable to kill Jaws, you end up basically going back to the regular game again. Jaws's power is like half full or so, and the more you mess around and don't find Jaws, Jaws ends up slowly refilling his power by the time you get back to him again. So as long as you don't die, which is the most devastating thing that can happen, because then you end up, <laughs> well, obviously dying would be the most devastating thing no matter what, but <laughs> but just losing a life, <laughs> you end up losing the receiver and you're basically half the levels you were before. So it's just uh, it's an absolute buzzkill, and oftentimes you get so frustrated you end up turning the game off because you're like, hell with this, I spent X amount of time building up, I don't feel like it anymore, I'm not in the mood, like maybe you go all the way back down to level 1 because you died like two times when you were level 4, so that would be insanely frustrating, it's basically starting the game over and with one guy, one more mistake, you're dead, um, you fail in the final scene, you do not die, you do not die, but you're just, again, you're stuck dealing with having to kind of you know, go after Jaws again, basically. But again, once you get him to the right point and you're lined up properly, you fire away with the strobe light and then lunge forward with the B button and you stab Jaws. Down he goes. And like I said, many, many years ago, as I recorded this on a cassette tape in the late 90s, believe it or not, about 97, if I remember correctly. Obviously, I'd owned the game for a number of years by then. But <laughs> circa 97, as Jaws is sinking to the ground, I said, shark meat for din din, baby.
It's a satisfying image when you finally knock Jaws out and you beat the game. It's like, it's not the hardest game in the world, but there is definitely a difficulty level to it that can drive you crazy if you're not ready. You don't have the hand-eye coordination. Maybe you didn't play it as a kid like I did or like a youth, like a young teenager. I first started playing it against circa 89, so we're talking I was about 10 years old. By July 29th, 1989, I was 10 years old by then, so, you know, like, what was I, like fourth grade or something like that. So, but it was the good old days, again, getting it from Bigelow Video on here in, say, uh, well, it was, I'm in Golden Valley, but St. Louis Park, which is a neighboring south suburb, it was on Minnetonka Boulevard. So just in case you live in the Twin Cities or you're familiar with the Twin Cities, uh, Minnetonka Boulevard off Highway 100, it was the good old days. Of course, this show is worldwide, and I appreciate every one of you that have been listening to this. Now let's hear from Derek Felska who also talked about Jaws. He played it many years ago as well. I remember playing the game Jaws. Um, I remember renting it from the local grocery store, Ron's Foods in Elk River. And I did not at this point in time have Nintendo Power Magazine, and I don't believe they had much of a review for it in that magazine. I just remember collecting the conch shells and really not having an idea of what I was supposed to be doing. I've seen reviews for it since then, but I did have fun with the game, although, like I said, it it became kind of tedious because you were just collecting conch shells without really any rhyme or reason. And so eventually, I guess you could say I, I gave up on it. Um, but it definitely was, a, it was one of those, as they call it, a weekend rental. And... Um, you know, let's face it, that was one of the cool things about growing up as a little kid in the 80s and early 90s was going to the video store or wherever it may be, in this case, a grocery store, because anybody was anybody had, you know, places where you could rent video games and videos, and, um, you know, that was always kind of the treat for the weekend to have something like that, so that's something I'll always remember. Ah, yes, Derek. Great memories. Absolutely great memories, all the renting and such. Uh, and yes, Derek Felska, at Crease and Assist, at Crease and Assist, great friend of the Brave the Wild podcast I do, talking about the Minnesota Wild, a great friend in general. And of course, he's going to be a friend of this show, I could tell as well, in terms of, you know, obviously, at very least, some call-ins for all these fun games I'm going to do. Uh, uh, just a little FYI for anybody that wants to call in or comment, question, well, not even questions, but maybe you have questions, but uh, comments, memories, this and that. Mega Man 2 will be the next game. Mega Man 2 will be the next game because that's a Christmas memory for me. Got it. Uh, it'll be the 30-year anniversary, 31-year anniversary already. Yeah, 31. It was 91 into 92. But back to Derek and the call. Yeah, I mean, being able to go to the rental store, and yeah, you could get it at, like, say, Super Value. You could even rent games, and I believe in some cases... Golden Valley, um, and then later on there was like video update in Crystal or Robbinsdale. I guess it was Robbinsdale, but there was video updates in places. Mr. Movies, they often rented video games. Uh, Hollywood Video came out in the later 90s, later 90s here in Golden Valley and another place. That was a newer, uh, newer bloom, and of course Blockbuster is the most memorable of all. That's the one that lasted all the way to the bitter end, basically, of the uh, video and video game rental era. Uh, there is a place that still exists, believe it or not, in Robbinsdale. It's called Video Universe, where you can rent uh, videos anyway, cassette tapes, believe it or not. Yeah, video cassette. Isn't that crazy? So some of that does still exist. Um, and, of course, the goal of the con shells is the currency where you get powered up. I can understand where you'd get frustrated, you get bored with it, and back then we didn't have the Internet. But um, 
I think just curiosity between myself and my brother eventually led us to the harbor where it's like, well, okay, you get the receiver. Okay, that's great. So now we'll go back to the other one. Let's see what happens. Okay, you get stronger. Not sure what that means, but oh, it makes Jaws' power go down faster when you confront him in the, uh, we call it a battle scene, actually, in the water. So it's nice. It's cool and everything. So <laughs> that's the, it, it's, it's the enjoyable part of the game. And Derek, you are welcome anytime to call into the show, occasionally as a guest as well. But it, it's hard because this show is going to be kind of a random release type of thing. Brave the Wild is generally on Thursdays, but in the summer, that was randomly released as well. We had a really fun episode back in the summer, me and Derek, where we went on for about three hours. The State of the Wild episode, uh, uh, State of the Wild 2022 brave the wild so highly recommended there that guy really knows his hockey i can imagine he has blades of steel memories that's definitely on the uh, short list of games coming up that was another rental that i was just like joey's gonna tear the house down to find it when it's a christmas present for that one because oh my god so many memories uh I already kind of liked hockey, you know, and all that. I was more of a casual fan at that time. I wasn't a competitive, like, fan like I've been the last 30-plus years. I was a casual fan of it, but it was always an intriguing, fun sport to me, very much so, <laughs> this and that. So Blades of Steel definitely had uh, a charm that just is off the charts. That one also, again, has many memories of Christmas time and, of course, the renting in the summer, the spring, the fall, this and that. So Jaws, absolutely uh, one, one of the great games of the past and was never expensive. As for how much that one costs today on eBay, the prices can range anywhere into the single digits. You got uh, $7.99 kind of by itself, free shipping. That's a, that's a good deal, so 8 bucks basically. Uh, there's one with the instruction manual, so that's kind of cool. I don't know if I've ever even seen the instruction manual for the game. I would hope they'd talk about conch shells in there i've never even seen the constru uh, instruction manual construction manual right 16 bucks free shipping uh cib cib interesting very cool circle seal hmm cib though pre-owned of course 46 dollars for that one with almost 11 bucks shipping so it's more like 60 dollars there 15 shipping you get a little case and a manual cool cute little nintendo uh entertain you know an nes game case those cute little blue ones i guess in this case and it does have the Nintendo circle on it. Very cool. 15 bucks. That's not bad. Free shipping. That's a good deal. That's a good deal. Hmm. <laughs> I kind of like it. So CIB, I might want to dig some more. This one's CIB. The box is pretty smushed up. That's about 45 bucks with $6 shipping. Okay. Box is smushed up, but it works. Uh, that one's actually not CIB. There's no manual. So never mind. It's a box. Another one with the manuals. It's getting bid on it's got four days left 9.99 it's that manual is in pretty good shape i'm curious now what the manual looks like there's a cib 89.95 ouch with almost seven dollars shipping 6.75 89.95 it's a buy it not buy it now or best offer type of deal hmm why are they saying seal it's not com yeah so i don't think there's any sealed versions i'm not seeing that one sealed in box that would be amazing like brand new but, yeah, I mean, there's all kinds of yeah, pricing and all that. But you kind of get the idea. Complete in box. And then there's uh, there, there's there's lots and all that. This one comes with the uh, NES satellite. If I, yep. Oh, that one's cool. Or it's like wireless, so to speak. Cool. Where you could be further away from the TV if you wanted to be. Yep. Then there's all kinds of lots. Mm, yep. There's another one of the manual. 25 bucks. $4 shipping. Free returns. 
So in case you st stomp on it because you get mad, you can you can get the money back, right? Interesting. There's a glow-in-the-dark shell for this one, Halloween-themed. Interesting. It's like a, a green kind of Frankenstein color, but it's Jaws. But okay, it's cute and everything. 28 bucks. That's kind of cool, though. So it's Jaws. It's an NES cartridge, but it's glow-in-the-dark. Hmm. <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yep, so, and eventually we'll probably talk about Back to the Future. That game is kind of a little more complicated. This one, there's a number of bad guys, this and that. And, I mean, you know, you can get you can raise levels with points. That's the only point of the star, basically. There is no invincibility in this game. There's no star man or anything cute like that. And the crab, again, like I said, speeds you up, which is kind of like Gradius in a sense where you have the speed up option. But that one, once you touch the crab, you swim faster, which, again, I highly recommend. You might think swimming faster can put you in more danger. And, yeah, sure, if you're a little too jittery with a controller, you might make a mistake. But if you keep enough of a distance from the the... the I won't call them the bad guys, but the dangerous animals, the wild animals in the sea, the sea creatures, you'll, you'll be okay. It's not that hard of a game, as long as you're patient, take your time, and then, uh, you know, and it only takes you 10 to 20 minutes for somebody that's a, a seasoned veteran, uh, a rookie, maybe a little longer, maybe 30 minutes, but maybe you're just a really natural gamer, despite the fact you're new to this game, and you just kind of figure it out right away, once you at least have an idea what to do, so... A very enjoyable game, in my opinion. I, I do recommend it. Other people would probably laugh their heads off thinking, what's this idiot talking about? This game sucks, and it drove me nuts. It's the dumbest thing ever, going from harbor to harbor with con shells. Eh, it's fun. I enjoy it. I have lots of memories of it. And plus, it's it's cool to play a game that you can beat in 10 to 15 minutes sometimes. It's just like, what the heck? Like, maybe you're waiting for someone to come over, or you're just kind of in the mood to play Jaws. What the heck? You just want to play a quick game that you can beat and then just kind of have that satisfaction. Like, I just beat a game. I just beat a, an NES game, and you feel better about it. So with that, again, like I just said, I'll highly recommend it. It is a game that would be, maybe if you do like five stars, I'd say 3.5 for this one. Uh, again, I'm going to play for uh, replayability. It's off the charts for me at the end of the day. So that's what's important in that sense. Is it a great game? No. Is it very memorable? Yes. A lot of sentimental value with it. With that said, again, Mega Man 2 is next. So get yourselves ready. Get ready to comment on that one as we head into Christmas time. <laughs> 